Oh, it's the news again. What's on this time? It's Nazis and Covid. Neukölln Nazis to be exact and new Covid measures. And police who might be racist. We're all going to die, so crack open the weird canned cocktails and do me up. Cheers. Everybody. This is a new episode of Megan's Megacan. I'm Megan, and I'm here, as always, with the lovely Conrad Werner. Hello. Hello. That was very jaunting, <laughs> how you said that would be the adjective I would use. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm working on my jaunty, uh, jaunty expression. Good, good. Yeah. Something we should all be taking time in these trying circumstances to work on. Yeah. Maybe one day... I will be asked to be on, you know, have my own BBC radio show yes. or something like that. And then I thought that they often they have like jaunty? a jaunty, jaunty, hello. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm practicing that. I think you should have your own show. What would be the theme? Oh, I would do In Our Time with Melvin Bragg, except I would be Melvin Bragg. I would love you to replace <laughs> Melvin Bragg. I'd he love to do me. that. Do you? He's very he? good, but he's 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 smug and annoying. He's like a teacher. I always Fuck think. Off. <laughs> he's like a headmaster. Yeah, he's definitely got like old school headmaster about him. And like, he, oh, yeah. come along now, don't be. Yeah. No, thank you, dear God, no. <laughs> um, I have had quite a week. It's the week before the last week of the holidays, which is mm. always mad, mm. madder than the final week because you can see the end. The penultimate week shit show. We're also moving schools next week. There's been quite a lot of people off. It's all fine. Kids are exhausted. We're all exhausted. And global pandemic. Yeah. And I think there is this level of exhaustion that having that running at the back of your mind all the time Hmm. is exhausting everyone, teenagers included. Hmm. So let's drink. Yes, let's drink. I hope it's not going to be one of these ones that I'm like, I'm also, I had a few glasses of wine last night and it always makes the first mega can of the weekend extra special yeah but it'll either go that i'll be fine or i'll do one of these podcasts where i'm shit-faced by minute 13 oh, and just i just don't see. make any sense and i'd like to so it, forewarn like a like a trigger warning okay <laughs> drunken person for trigger people warning. yeah yeah so that kind of reactivates the alcohol that's already in your system yes right. yes okay interesting yeah. yeah we'll see okay for the first time in mega can history i have actually come with backup mega cans because i fear what i have excitedly bought (laughs) might actually prove to be undrinkable Uh uh-oh this doesn't sound good i would like you to describe what you see for our (laughs) listeners you can take them i clean them so i'm looking at one is called they'll go both by a company called viltena and the booze is is it gold corner or yeah gold corner which i think is some kind of weird brandy, <laughs> I think, isn't it? I don't know. This is fascinating, though. I think though. it's like... I don't, um, can't, this is the most interesting new development in the... Let it, me tell you. Because this is, cause what is, this is like some kind of cheap German l- liquor. Yeah, it's one of those cheap... Not quite like corn. I think it's right. like a brandy-based thing. It's horrendous. And they've decided to, that they're going to move into the mixed drinks market It's a big here. market. Yeah. It's a big market. And one of them 
it, it looks like well, it would have been suitable for last week's it show would have because been. it's got a, like a, a a gold chain hanging around it. Yeah, it's definitely blinged out. It's bright gold. It's got a gold chain on it. It's like a like a wrapper. Yeah. And the other one, they both say gold corner and cola. Yeah, on they're it. the same drink, but two different. <laughs> But very different packaging, very marketing. different packaging. And the other one has got um, like a, a sort of tropical scene, heavily featuring jellyfish. It's a lot of jellyfish. So it's like a nautical scene with uh, jellyfish that are flying above the waves, unusually. For, <laughs> for jellyfish. For jellyfish. <laughs> with a sunset in the background. Yes. And the, what is also interesting is that the sea looks a bit like something out of Tron. It looks like it's been mapped by a computer in the 1980s. Yeah, it's very 80s vibes, the jellyfish one, I think. Yeah. So how are a... you feeling? Are you feeling bling or jellyfish? <laughs> I'm going to try also the jellyfish one. Also not a sentence one. I thought I was going to say t- this week, but yeah. here we are. So I'm going to try Gold Corner and Cola Jellyfish Okay, variation. I'll go then in honour of Capital Bra, whose pizza I ate this week. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to see how I get on with this. It's Weinbrand is the thing, uh, which is oh. this weird brandy. All right, let's um, let's Cheers. see. Yeah, they are. Look, 10% by volume, mine says. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. I don't know if we're going to be able to drink these. To New Horizons. Hmm. Oh, Uh-oh. weeping Jesus. <laughs> is that bad? It. You always have to go back in for the second, <laughs> yeah. second slurp. Because there's, the- there's that kind of gas at the top. Ooh. Can we drink that? Was it unusually cheap? Yeah. <laughs> I did look it. Like they're trying to undercut the market, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, they'd have to because this is pish. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to stick with it for now and see how I go. I do have backups. I just don't want to be put in a position where I end up drinking more than one mega can. Yeah, it doesn't really, really taste like anything like it anything that I can describe. It tastes kind of like uh, cola bottles mixed with bleach or some kind of fuel that has got um has been yeah it's sweetened. not bleach it's like what is that oh god it's foul i don't think i can drink this <laughs> i am i going to be defeated <laughs> it does uh it, it it leaves a strange kind of layer on your tongue Have i you don't think that? we should be drinking okay. this all right they might be bad for us i don't know they're definitely bad for us all <laughs> mega cans are bad for us shush <laughs> <laughs> I don't come here for the truth. I come here for the news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, let's talk. Well, oh, what are we starting off with today? On my list. Oh, great. Nazis. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, not just any Nazis, though. Neukölln oh. Nazis. <laughs> oh, Nazis in my home. But see, <laughs> I don't know if you've been aware of this, but there has been a crime spree spreading over the last five years but specifically in 2017 and the beginning of 2018 there was a crime spree that involved a lot of arson attacks in Neukölln and uh, specifically they were setting fire to anyone who was publicly active against racism or the AFD so that any like any like yeah. a lot of politicians like SPD and Linker politicians were targeted a bookshop in southern Nikon called Leporello was targeted, had its windows smashed in and the owner's car was set on fire. And and it went on for quite a long time. And the police sort of identified three people that they are pretty sure did it and were behind these attacks or at least were influential in causing mm-hmm. these attacks to happen. Uh, they were all, all three of them were known neo-Nazis who were then put under surveillance by the cops, but they were never arrested and never... Um, formally, no, there was never a formal investigation into one thing. They were just like suspected of doing it, but they never found any hard evidence, despite having I'm them shocked. under surveillance I'm for like three years. To my core. 
and even raiding their homes at one point in the late uh, I think it was in 2018 they raided their homes after which the arson attacks miraculously stopped after their home was raided <laughs> he's struggling there with you drink awful but you know what we've started it so we'll finish yeah just it's like mastermind here um yeah so the police um, and then uh, uh, about university challenge actually no it's mastermind i started i finished it was magnus or maybe university Challenge doesn't matter uh anyway um (laughs) i don't want to get into that anyway we were talking so yeah i'm losing my thread my thread is as thin as it is (laughs) i don't want to well, I don't want to get to get any thinner. Yes. So there were these, and they raided the homes, and they um and got uh, like um uh, what do you call it? Confiscated computers uh-huh. and USB sticks and other kinds of um, you know hard drives and everything, and tried to break into them. But they were all encrypted, and they did not manage to break the encryption. Uh, despite trying to get help, this is the Berlin police despite trying to get help from the federal police, and then the the Innenzenator. Mm-hmm. of Berlin. He's called Andreas Geiser. I know that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. He, uh, he's also of the SPD and he commissioned an internal police investigation. An this internal, is, so this is the police investigating the police yeah. who are doing this investigation. Great, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And the results <laughs> of that investigation were released this week, although they weren't completely released. What they released was an like an eight-page summary of... Sorry, an 11-page summary. The entire thing was is le- was left confidential, but we did could glean quite a lot from the 11 pages. Amongst other things, the one... Well, one of the big things was that they had a police algorithm for checking how, you know, like... So that... that, that um, so when they do when they do surveillance, mm-hmm. they don't. It's not like one policeman listens to all the phone calls and everything. Like the lives of others yeah. style. It's not that. No, that oh. doesn't happen. Apparently, apparently, no. what happens is they 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 feed it all into an algorithm that transcribes everything, and then look for keywords that go, that are then uh, that are across are different things. Okay. So one of the things that they noticed was that the algorithm was not um, primed for anything other than the German language. So. When they heard Turkish names, including this one particular left-wing politician who has got a Turkish surname, it transcribed his name wrong, and they therefore did not figure that it was him, because it had instead of saying it, you know in Turkish there's a C with a little tail on it. Yeah, yeah. It's a diacritic. I don't know what it's called. The C with a little tail. We have it in French as well. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. The C with a little tail. It was transcribed that as T-S-C-H. And this was in the report. And then they said, like, oh, and, and for that reason, he was never warned. And, like, t- because they picked up this stuff, they, 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 you know, they, the computer got confused, basically, the police computer. And three weeks later, his car was set on fire next to his house where his mum was inside the house at the time. So, it was, like, oh the, the house could have burnt down, you know. And that kind of thing was really bad and the police said yeah we should have warned him anyway because he was um he was a prominent person who's been like he was vocally anti-racist in Neukölln we should have warned him anyway yeah didn't warn him and that's and we didn't take any preventative measures and he was very angry about this (laughs) among other things shockingly and he formed an organization with other people who were targeted yeah and they are pushing now for a state parliament investigation mm-hmm, which would mm-hmm. be more open that was like that's when the the parliamentarians of the berliner okay. abgeordnetenhaus do a commission <laughs> so all the different parties get to have someone on the 
on the thing and it's a more open you know it's not like a p- yeah. internal police investigation and um and that looks like it's probably going to happen so there's that oh okay uh so yeah there's like there's, there's stuff like that and um but it kind of just really so what were the, the findings of this report like what well it was stuff like that it was stuff like oh we should have done this a bit better we should have done that a bit better but um any but you can't... step further like why we're not doing this back there no no right. there's nothing like that no I wonder why, considering all of the stuff that we know already about the police and has certainly been in the news recently, about why maybe they're just so bad at catching, prosecuting or doing anything with the far right. Yeah. And they couldn't even... um, And there's also... There was a a rumour, there's like a... There was a suspicion that one of the suspects was warned by someone in the police... And that wasn't really followed up on in this in what was released of the report, although it might be followed up on internally, but we don't know. Um, it won't be. <laughs> uh, so because, yeah, like obviously, we've had a spate of um, the German police, you know, being outed as having these right wing views. There was like those twenty nine of them have been suspended in North Rhine-Westfalen, and then this week a similar kind of chat group came to light in Berlin where they were uh, saying like really racist stuff in chat groups with their superiors who seemed to sort of approve and also were saying things like describing neo-Nazis as possible allies at left-wing demos and stuff. So once again, the call is coming from inside the house. (laughs) You've got a major right-wing Nazi problem, my friends. And that's why you're not catching any Nazis. Probably, yes. I mean, yeah, or yeah, they they kind of I don't know. I yeah, it's it's just it's just noticeable that this keeps popping up, but I think and it is also true that there's a loads more um attention on it now than there was before, and I think yeah. that there would no, not have been this report would not have been as public as it was if it hadn't been for all the yeah. all the kind of public pressure and people asking questions about it. Yeah. And um there, there, there is the, the police, but it's also true that the police were definitely trying to protect their um, own officers in the report, which is why they probably kept a lot of it um, confidential. Yeah, not every police officer is a Nazi, but every police officer is a police officer. And they there is, particularly in institutions like kind of the police, there is this very ingrained kind of we are all in this together for, you know, they have to be, you know, mm. and it, it is this very, like, we will protect our own. And that is fine until, like, you know, you 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 can't do that when people's lives are in danger. Like, you, you're... This just seems very basic stuff that I'm... That we're... Yeah. <laughs> like, my students can get it. We talked about this today. What did you talk about? Like, why this doesn't work and why we need reform sort of within the police and they were like yeah well you see the problem is if you only have the police investigating the police i was like and they were like yeah i don't think that'll work i was like yeah imagine if i said okay guys year 11 just you amongst yourselves are responsible for monitoring your own behavior in class it's just you no one else hmm. and they'll start to laugh i was like what would what, what would happen what consequences <laughs> nothing and they were like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true But I think, do you think there's cause for optimism and that this is becoming much more of a, 
you know pressure point like people are asking these questions now it's not just like people you know are not taking yeah it, looking the other way for an answer kind of thing yeah i don't yeah i mean i i get i live in a, a sort of kreuzberg bubble so it does seem like that that's what everyone is talking about and in the media it's a big thing and yeah uh so i don't know if um if it's really a big issue for most germans but i think that if any other if anyone else had been interior minister there would have been a um an investigation by now i do think that host seehofer because he's so because he's i mean he's like it's really become like a bit of the anti-hero of this podcast because <laughs> yeah. we really started it when he was doing his whole throwing his toys out of the pram yeah. if you let any people a- in here who might die otherwise i'll leave yeah and he's just like approaching the end of his career and he's kind of a big stick in the mud about it all even though there's, there's obviously like quite a lot of like, I think even other CDU ministers would have been like, okay, well, maybe we should do this by now. I think, and it might not be for and- most Germans, but I think what happens, and it is way too late because obviously the people who are really affected by things like this have been screaming about this for years. Like, it's becoming part of, like, if if you are a sort of mainstream left or, so, you know, like SPD, Greens, like what, like those kind of parties that people like Andy Lincoln stuff, like people like you or I might, vote for but who are traditionally obviously like very like white and not super you know concerned like you have to have a kind of stance on this Hmm. does that that's kind of my you know what i mean yeah maybe they already did probably not i don't know well i think the police force are doing more as well they're they're trying to um do more like anti-racism training and that a lot of police forces are bringing it together well that's good yeah. But it's going to take like. Can we move on from Nazis? <laughs> so that's a positive note. Let's that let let we're chalking that up as a. Um, what else have you been doing? Well, there's a second wave, isn't there? We're we're, we're riding the cusp of a second wave. Great. Of the cur- so it's Nazis and coronavirus today, <laughs> yeah. is it? It's apparently yes. Great. Um, so we the, are. Yeah, the numbers are crazy in some places. Yeah. Trump has got it. Sorry, I'm really trying not to. <laughs> Because it's an awful thing. Well, we don't know how bad he's got it yet. I mean, you know, but yeah, it's like, it is. But what about Germany? How are we doing? Well, Germany has, we have like about 2,300 new cases every day. But that is up from... Um, like about 100 or something. A few hundred, yeah, yeah uh, like f- four weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, so shoot. it's definitely um, spreading. And um, Merkel in an, uh, announced new coronavirus measures this week mm-hmm. and explained what exponential means during the pod not podcast during her press conference someday we will um, have merkel on here holding a little mega can right in that triangle of her hands it's a perfect yeah. mega can size that's she's been sending us a secret signal that <laughs> she wants a mega. she wants a little mega um, to be put in there and to come on and talk to us right and uh, <laughs> exactly, and the the as you would expect, the cities of Germany are the most severely affected, and the most crowded parts of the cities are the most severely affected. Is this just shit news by where I live? Yeah. So right. in 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 Berlin, it's Mitte, Friedrichshain, Kreuzberg, and Neukölln are all at over fifty new infections per one hundred thousand inhabitants over seven days. Okay. An average. Um, okay. And that is considered really, really high. Anything over thirty for a city means um, red on the on the um, ample. ample. Yeah. Okay. And Berlin as a whole is on like twenty six point seven or something, twenty six point eight. It's quite high, Oof. but um, 
in Berlin, it's uh, it's in the Mitte. It's way over fifty, or it's getting uh, it's around the fifty mark, and um, that is considered uh, quite bad. And um, and the most people, do you know which age group is mostly getting infected it's at the moment? The young people at the moment, isn't it? It's like twenty twenty to forty. Twenty that... to twenty nine. Yeah. It's just shit news about me. Yeah. Today, <laughs> you and me, Conrad. Yeah. So they're the, they're 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 also getting infected the most, and Munich is also get, is is looking quite bad. So now, in a little, uh, there was a, a little bit of political argy bargy. You looked at me with delight as you were saying that because you knew I'd enjoy it, and I did. <laughs> because Merkel did a little um, like a video press conference to the CDU leadership, where she said um, something has to be done about Berlin. Yeah. And this was immediately picked up by the right wing. How many times she says that over her career? Like, <laughs> what is that? Yeah. yeah, something has to be done about that. And everyone said, like, oh, like, oh, Merkel's not happy with Berlin. And then she kind of, when she did the press conference, she was like, I've got no problem with Berlin. And it's like a big thing. And um, working together. Uh, so, yeah, she is like really uh, concerned, apparently. And uh, yeah. they're talking about imposing a, well, there is a 50 euro fine if you leave false information in a bar. You know, like when you get a little yeah. form in a bar yeah. and uh, you you are uh, liable for a 50 euro fine if you get caught. Mm-hmm. The bar people have to keep the information for a month. Uh, parties are now being restricted to 25 people. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're talking about banning alcohol again, although I'm not exactly sure what they mean by banning alcohol. I think it means that you basically, from what I understand, it seems to mean that you can't drink outside Spätis. But can you buy? You can't buy alcohol in Spätis then. Well, maybe that's it. Yeah, there's no like Außerhausverkauf, but then presumably you could still get it in supermarket. Um, Yeah, that's yeah, I, I think you can, but you can't buy it in a bar then bars will have to shut down no because you're it that's in in house oh in the okay so what are we gonna do well i got mega cans at the supermarket today oh that's good for you. so you can do that don't worry don't worry we'll just stock up yeah well johnny and cola which is the backups that i got were 140 today so i am I, drinking I this much slower than usual it's fucking foul that's why i'm sad i don't even want to drink it but i've drunk too much of it now to open the other one because then i'll just that that'll be the end of the weekend mm. Anyway, right. So, so there, like, the measures aren't... It doesn't seem to be as strict as possible. Is there any, like... Merkel's saying something's going to happen. Are people pushing back? What's well, the chat in the Bundestag about all of this? What's... Well, the Bundestag feeling? had uh, three days of uh, open, big debates. Great. As open as they can be. Because under the coronavirus, only, like, a half of the Abgeordnete are allowed in at any one time. And so who gets to go in? Do they, like, pick lots or...? probably just take it in turns that would make sense yeah because they'll have to sit really some far kind back. of like arm wrestling outside but then you're not supposed to be touching are you no no it wouldn't be arm wrestling it could be ping pong maybe yeah and um so they the the, the budget was decided good and minister olaf schultz broke the iron rule of german fiscal policy oh my god are we going into debt yeah <gasps> olaf so, my friend he said we have to we have to borrow more money to get through the because we have to support all these industries and businesses that are struggling mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. and um you have to support people who are struggling olaf yeah <laughs> and uh, them too yeah 
What, what, he's two. like, whatever. Uh, but, uh, Once we've paid Volkswagen. <laughs> so Germany's taking on 96.2 billion euros of extra debt in 2021. So where does that money come from? It comes from the, like- the, the future. It's like pretend future money. That's oh, what, again, uh, we love pretend future money. <laughs> it's what comes to me. I, th- I don't really understand the financial markets. I assume it's just Jeff, Jeff Bezos at this point. He's just like... <laughs> Who wants some money? I owe you, Jeff. He's collecting them. Yeah, so... And uh, this was this has caused a lot of um, concern amongst some of the opposition parties and the CDU. And the, uh, the, there's a little bit of um, more political argy-bargy over the fact that uh, Olaf Scholz is, of course, going to be the SPD's chancellor candidate yeah. next year. And so a lot of people, the opposition parties, are saying, oh, this is your first, you know, like, chancellor candidate budget. And what you're trying to do is you're, you're kind of making yourself a profile as the next, this is, this is your platform, you know, like saying you're going to put Germany into debt and spend loads of money. On on all this stuff and that and low, so that people like the FDP were like, um, and the AFD were like, you know, you're you're deliberately violating the German constitution just for your election campaign. I'm sorry, the AFD were complaining that someone was violating the German constitution. Yeah, you know, generally, yeah. Great. I mean, I'm summing up. I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing. Paraphrasing in. Well, in, they're always just going to be like they're just the. Ones in the class are never bloody happy unless they're on top and they can't see it from anybody else's perspective. Well, they're very, yeah. that's what politicians do, isn't it? But Yeah. Well, someone in the um, uh, someone in the AFD got done the other day for basically, well, they, they didn't get done, but they, they, uh, they were caught saying the worse, the worse that Germany is doing, the better for the AFD. And I think that is sort of, kind of the key to the AFD and populism in general is like as the, yeah. the more miserable people feel, the more people will vote for the AFD. Yeah. Um, That's, wow. Yeah. That really shows. But otherwise, the debate was kind of a bit boring because they were all like, you know, the Greens, the, the even the Linker and the SPD were sort of say, well... You haven't done that bad, actually, Angie. So it was kind of like a free debate, but I'd imagine a lot of it was to do with this budget thing, which is obviously linked to Corona, and then yeah. a lot of Corona chat, like, yeah. how's Angie doing? Let's all give her some feedback. Yeah. Two stars and a wish. Or as we do in my classroom, kind, helpful, specific. What's that? <laughs> like, when you're giving feedback. Oh. But imagine they were... So what are people thinking? Well, they won't be. I, I definitely to, don't think the Abgeordnete in the Generalbat are being kind, helpful and specific. No, maybe I should go in. Yeah. I've got a little cart like with sentence starters. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, yeah. Pretty much as I'd imagine the AFD were like, you're shit. And everyone else was like, what were you saying? You're fine, Angie. It's a fucking shit Yeah, show. there was some criticism of um, Jens Spahn because he hasn't yet got a long-term testing program in place. But he's he's presenting one in October, in a couple of weeks. He promised he would. And there's also talk about... Oh, there's also talk about having air filtration systems for schools. Have you mm-hmm. heard of this? They're all they're all saying that they that why where are the air filtration systems that we're supposed to be having? That would be good. 
because yeah. the Luftung is terrible in some schools. Yeah. So, because apparently I heard that theatres can't open unless they have an air filtration system. Oh. Like the big theatres. And of course, most theatres can't afford that because it costs really a lot of money. But God. the big state theatres can afford it and um, they are going to do it. But surely if a theatre needs an air filtration system, a school would too, you'd yes. think. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cause um, yeah. When we hotbeds. Okay. But that That'll be nice. Happening. Please give us some air filtration systems. That'll be sweet. They, they're supposed to swap out all the air if, over a certain period, like yeah. within an hour or something. That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. Really nice. Yeah. So that, um, and that's it. Have you got any news? No. I'm very tired of all this Rona nonsense. Yeah. But I do think like, and I, it's interesting because I've been obviously speaking to my family about it and we're all over the place in terms of sort of North America and the UK and Ireland and here and Greece. And I do think it is this weird, like you obviously compare like what it's like in different places and I do feel very like lucky to be in Germany, which then also makes me feel really guilty because it shouldn't Hmm. like it's just exposed. I think a lot of shit that happens everywhere else in America, of course, is like prime example. But then I also think everyone engages in this, like look at the shit show that is America. We're not as bad as that. And that happens with like healthcare and racism and the police and coronavirus. I'm like, that's an incredibly low bar. We cannot really hold the USA as any kind of anything anymore. No. But plus, being said, plus the Berlin police algorithm can't tell what a C <laughs> with a tail on it is exactly. in Turkish. Yeah. So yeah. we can't really crow about no. that we're dealing with racism better in than Yeah. But potentially we can do maybe with coronavirus, but we will see what happens because I think we're going to have to be locked down again with that, like, exponential growth. Yeah. But the testing seems to be... Is that... I don't... I can get tests all the time as a teacher without symptoms and for free. Well, everyone should be able to get tests for free if they want one, actually. If you have symptoms, I think. Yeah. But I can do it, and it's literally... I had an appointment at 3.25. Hmm. I showed up at 3.20. Hmm. The allotted time for my appointment was five minutes. I was out of there and done by 3.30. And did you get a, did you get a test result? Yes, on the app, less than 24 hours later. All right. Good. Cool. It was next. When was that? That was two weeks ago, maybe. And I'm you're doing that every the, two weeks? I'm doing it every sort of three or four. Okay. Yeah. That was my first nose one. And what I will say, because I was really nervous about it, but it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, because you hear bad stuff about the nose ones. You just have to relax. And I did my usual thing of like going in and being like, I'm really, really nervous about this. I'm so nervous. (laughs) I've heard so many stories. I'm just, (laughs) and they're just like, I just fully emote at Germans a lot of the time. And then they kind of treat me as if I'm a simpleton. Right. Which is fine with me. <laughs> like as if there's something like I'm just not quite. And they're like, it's okay, and you know. Yeah. 
And you're like, that's exactly how I want you to treat me. Yes. Yes. Like, I need you to treat me like a child. (laughs) I think that's it. I really childish myself up. Yeah. And then they're kind. So that's my tips. Okay, don't worry about the nose ones. Yeah, but do go in and be like, I am terrified. I'm so nervous. Hmm. You know, maybe cry a little bit. That's always good. That's what I do in Empta. I've cried in every amp I've ever been into. Have you? Yeah. And it's helped? Yeah. Well, on that (laughs) (laughs) top tip for living in Germany is show emotions in the uh, the face of bureaucracy. Yeah, it got me onto a closed flight at Schoenefeld once as well. That was great. Mm. What's a closed flight? Like, I'd missed the flight. (laughs) They Uh. were not taking any more bags and I hysterically sobbed really really oh and they called and they were just like can we get this woman onto this flight like, yeah, <laughs> yes you can because you don't want to deal with this right now do you no okay oh and it saved anyway. christmas easter i think it was but yeah, yeah. all right well all right. that's nazis i have only finished like half of this yeah i've this got about absolutely... two inches into this and i've got a headache already i'm not i'm not really enjoying it to be honest well, I won't do that again. <laughs> but now we know. I now feel we bad because I had delicious Johnny Walker and cola in the cool bag. We'll have them after. No. Okay. We'll <laughs> <laughs> I'll have them next week. Okay. Well, that's your um, Nazi and Corona update. Thanks very much for Thanks, listening. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Wear your masks. Bye.